us into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, and chat with me. When I smile, I shine so bright, I'm grooming with the seven day and night. Say, mom, listen to the Lord till I die, and I know he's making moves in my life. Y'all, welcome to another Daddy Wind Down. We're going to have to find something cool to like put in there, but another Daddy Wind Down. Um, the and birthday edition. The what? The, the birthday edition. Because it. F, the birthday. birth. Yes, it is Jay's birthday today. So we did have. A, I guess you had a pretty good day. You ate some good food. I got heartburn. <laughs> it's because you old. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> But he had he had a pretty good day. It was a pretty chill day and whatnot. But um, so today we're going to be talking about kind of talking about back about the Meghan and Harry interview, but uh, more or less just kind of talking about the relationship that they have um, and that what we see. well that we see what well, what they what they shared, but what they shared. I'm talking about the them America. as a couple. OK, cool. So about them as a couple and what they shared and some of the things that we um, liked in regards to um, what some of the comments and stuff that they made in that interview and such. So kind of just going into the interview, um, one of the things I talked about in the episode last week was I talked about kind of like my mental breakdown that I had um, last August or last July, one of those. I think it was August um, and what I had in that. And so um I know that was a time that we were, it was both like a scary time and whatnot for us, but I guess kind of starting from the beginning, like, how did you feel whenever I was communicating to you about how I was feeling about my job and and my work and kind of the stress and stuff that I felt like I was having? Well, my first thought was that you were just being a little, you were being a baby about how you were feeling and that. You know, I had never heard anybody talk like that. Just put that in perspective. I had never heard anyone communicate those type of feelings towards me or about something that they're going through. So, of course, I answered in the wrong way, but I was not not listening. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I'm well, listening yeah, to I what you're saying. Myself. And I'm like, oh, God, OK, is it really that serious? And and also, I think that some of that was also because I expressed that I expressed myself to you before with another job and I kind of moved too quickly and I left that job very quickly. And I don't think that we as a couple really had a conversation about it. So whenever I was bringing up how I wasn't liking my job, me personally, I think you kind of went back to that spot of like, yo, like, just don't quit. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do that right now. Like, just don't quit. <laughs> Yeah, okay, and you're talking about in reference to uh, the last the, the job the house. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. In in saying that, yeah, you are you're right, because during that time, 
the first time when you quit, I was like, oh, man, I'm finna have to do this by myself. She's giving up on me. I'm by myself. Yeah. I ain't got no help. I mean, essentially, I was still paying for my half of stuff, but. But I knew that it could only go so far. Yeah. And I I understand your feelings. You feel like you, like, lost your partner. Yeah. I got to quit you. Because if we both ain't out here going to go get it and we both can see it. If I were to quit my job and just not. Hey, I, I quit. Even if I'm still bringing in money, you would look at me a different way. Mm-hmm. But even then, I tried to give a certain amount of understanding because that's what you can. To me, from my parents, something that I learned in just in general through Disney, be patient with each other and try to understand your partner. But did you say through Disney? Yeah, I'm a Disney kid. I know, but what particular movie are we referencing? <laughs> we distance. Really? Yeah, I went there. Was that Disney? That was Disney was Channel. Disney, yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, Shia LaBeouf, great cast, by the way. Oh, my God. Um, But just one thing that I always say in our relationship, because my wife was, she's not used to a lot of the hardships that I have witnessed in my life. So I gave her a certain amount of, and this is just how I looked at it. Uh-huh. I gave you a certain amount of space and opportunity to grow into it because it's like, okay, yeah, we're not where we want to be in life and we're not making the money that we want to make. So that adds another layer of stress and then you're not where you want to be. So that adds another layer of stress. And I just said, you know what? Give her a space. So the second time she started talking about it, it was a, Oh, Lord, we're going back. We're taking steps back right now. And then once it got a little bit to the point where you came in there and you talked to me, it was one of the most scariest things I had ever heard. Because the first thing I thought about was that, hey, I'm going to lose my friend. I'm going to lose my partner. My the one person that I know that's going to have my back and help push me to be the best I can be. And my kids is going to lose their mother and. I freaked out. But on the outside, calm, cool, and collected. That's what we're talking to EMS field. Be like a duck on water. And feet is just going, but you look still on top. Mm. And uh, all I could think about was just trying to get you the help you needed. You know, regardless of whatever. Fuck, forget everything else. Let me get you what you need. And if time is what you need, I'll give it to you. If understanding is what you need, I'll give it to you. And that's just kind of how I looked at it. And that's also what I saw from the Megan and Harry interview. Harry interview is that he gave her instead of being, girl, you crazy. We paid over here. (laughs) He said, you know what? You're that unhappy. And at the same time, he had enough courage to go against his family wishes, which have been raining for thousands. I mean, I don't know. For yeah. a long time. Not a history buff here. He went against the grain with his family. Yeah. And to do that, that is very difficult. But he also had the, 
the know-how to say, you know what, my wife needs this. That showed a certain amount of love and admiration that he has for his wife and that he was willing to give it all up for her mental health. Yeah. And so, you know, that was, I, I just felt like it was a very beautiful moment between two married people on how to be partners. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and I definitely agree because he could have taken it to, you know, and, and I'm sure to a certain point he was trying to encourage her, um, like how you were mm-hmm. in my situation to a certain point. But whenever she uttered those words of her wanting to end her life, because that was the only way that she could really find a way out. It was like, OK, this is real. Mm-hmm. Like, not only has she been talking to me, she's been trying to get help. She's been communicating what she needs and no one is helping her. And I have to be that one to help her out. Like, essentially, like I have to be the one that needs to help her out because nobody else is going to do it. Nor is it looking like they're willing or caring enough to do it. Yeah. And so I... I like you were saying, I, I really do admire that as well, because stepping away not only from your family, but a family like that and the tradition that comes with that is, is really huge. But I really don't think if that stuff didn't happen with his mom, that he would not have known what to do in that situation. All right. Let's not let's not touch on his mom. Well, I'm not going to touch on it, but I'm just saying he already went through his family. Him they and his, went through a whole bunch of They already of, went through some stuff their yes, own like that with their with their mother. And so to me that you you can take it two different ways. You can take it the way Harry did. You can take it the way his brother did. Mm-hmm. His brother was just was just like, I'm going to stay in line. And Harry was just like, I mean, but I'm not. <laughs> he, he joined the military. He did a lot of things that were. Not what royalty would typically do. Yeah. Hey, you could tell he was already wanting to be his own independent person. He was still part of family. He still had roles and stuff that he had to do, but he was very much okay with stepping outside of that box. Yeah. And when and when coming to support your loved ones, sometimes you're not gonna get that type of response from your family being in support of you supporting your family. I'm not saying that's what I didn't get that from everybody, mm-hmm. but at I the end of the day, everybody. everybody still said, you know what, if she needs that, y'all are young enough to where you can always bounce back from it. Mm-hmm. It'll make you better. So I had to look at it from that perspective and, you know, just say, all right, well, what do you need? And like I said, it's the scariest thing that you'll ever deal with because... Man, I I done lost a lot of friends from high school. I done lost a lot of friends that I didn't hang out with every day. Mm -hmm. Here I am with you. I'm with you every day. We talk every day. We sleep in the same bed. When I whenever you can make it up the stairs, yeah. 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 Whenever you can make it up the stairs. We didn't have kids together. I let you kiss me on the lips. Boy. (laughs) Sometimes you let me put my tongue in your mouth. Boy. (laughs) But it's a. It's different when it's your loved one because it's it's scary. And my first thought was, is just get you what you need. And really at that point, yeah, I was willing to go back through it again because if it's... What is through through what? Starting over? Yeah. Oh, okay. You quitting your job and starting to go somewhere else. But like we've also discussed... And this is just something else that me and Allison talk about. 
even now, I tell her, just be happy. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Because me as dad, I learned how to compartmentalize my life. As soon as I leave my job, before I clock out, I've already dropped the stresses of the day. Whereas at a lot of your jobs, well, at that one job, you weren't able to de-stress. Yeah. You weren't able to drop it. But at the animal hospital, you're able to work with animals, which is something you love. You're able to drop everything. It's on your drive, (laughs) your long drive. That long drive, huh? (laughs) And then by the time you come home, like that first week that you went back, you were a completely different person coming in the house. Yeah. And even still now, you're you're happier. You got a little more pep in your step. Where and I'm willing to sacrifice thirty, forty thousand if your mental health is appropriate. And that's how I look at, you know, that was their sacrifice. Their sacrifice was giving up. Well, our sacrifice was giving up the money, the mm-hmm. extra money. Their sacrifice was giving up a culture. whole bunch of extra money. Well, not even some that, but culture, culture, culture tradition. And then they moved to the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and even that in and of itself that he didn't say, oh, babe, let's stay over here in a, in England. And well, then they went to Canada first. They went to Canada first, and then they came to L.A. You know, they were smoking a whole bunch of cheese. Bay, <laughs> They were getting high. <laughs> Shout out this, to Canada if you're on here. What's up? They Texas. are, actually. They what's are. What's going on? <laughs> we have some listeners in Canada. <laughs> Need some of that sticky grit? No, uh, bye. But anywho, but um, so what do you think that men can do um, males can do in their relationships whenever their partner comes to them essentially unhappy listen actually listen don't listen in the preparation to respond most people listen with the preparation to respond to what the person is saying instead of actually listening and then chew it and then respond that's something my guy Zoe Williams. Shout out to Zoe if you he ever hear this. He's it's something that he said on his talk show. But um just really being in tune with your with your partner. Ask them specifically, what do you feel like you need to be happy? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times they don't know. So then that opens up at least that opens dialogue for you to try to figure it out. And don't give your opinion a lot. Actually listen to what they're trying to give you. Because Allison can sit here and say, yeah, I want a sandwich. And I can say, oh, you want a ham sandwich? She never said she wanted a ham sandwich. She said she just want a sandwich. That could be pastrami, turkey. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. But if I'm giving my opinion, that's something else now that you have to deal with. With me throwing my Two cents. My two cents in, and we can get there a little bit faster. Yeah. But just really being, number one, stay calm. Because that is not a time that you, that's not a time that your partner needs you to freak out. This is a moment for you to be Superman. Or should I say Batman? Be what she needs at that time. I was just watching Batman. 
they needed him to be the bad guy. So he was the bad guy at the end of the dark night. I'm just saying. That's mm. what he was. My, 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 he my. said, I'll be what they need me to be. They can hate me. They said it like that. I'll use my Batman voice. Don't do it. Don't. Mm-mm. Thank you. So being strong at that time, listening. So here's, I have a question. So if you're strong during the time that your wife needs you, do you then go and have a moment whenever she's not in the room? Or do you call someone so that you can get out that emotion, that feeling too? Yeah. You have your moment. Miles was on the drive back from dropping you off. At the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I cried and Aww. prayed and just completely kind of melted down on the way back home. But it, even still, it was like, okay, this is not going, this is not going to hurt her. Nothing is going on. Trusting what's going on. She's getting it out of her system. And then, you know, thank God we just so happened to have friends there that night. Yeah. That it just kind of, it worked out. Yeah. One of one of our friends was a nurse at the hospital that um, Jay took me to because um, they were one of the only hospitals that were op- able to open. They were open and had um, a specialist coming that could come and talk to me. Um but yeah, she was work. She just so be. She just so happened to be working that night. Um, saw my name on the board and came into my room and literally just like climbed into bed with me <laughs> and just held me. <laughs> and so we had a conversation, and then she ended up being my nurse for that night, and then she took me home. So it was God worked everything out in that moment. Cause then I didn't have reception, but she was able to get cell service, so she was able to communicate with Jay. Cause I knew he was gonna be worry beyond all means because it was covid so nobody can come in there with you you whenever you go to the hospital nobody can go in there with you and it sucks where it's a time where you want your loved ones to be there but they can't Hmm. and um you know so i was thankful that she was able to be there um in that moment but okay so go go ahead and that's us as men we all release differently Mm-hmm. Um, in the fire department, they call it. Uh, ugh. Anyway, in the fire department, if you have a really bad fire, somebody dies, or or uh, a bad medical call, you have what is called a team meet, kinda, mm-hmm. and it basically everybody comes together and has a chance to talk about what happened and kind of go through. This happened. Go through the process. Go through the process, and you're getting you're getting a chance to really go through it, and I'm gonna say chew it out. That's not saying you're gonna be completely finished there, but to not talk about it is worse than talking about it. Mm-hmm. Even though it hurts to talk about, it hurt me to say, "Hey, man, my wife had a episode once where she almost went there." She told me, "Like, yo." I'm here. That's where I'm at. What's up? And I'm like, what? And for your, for your partner to do that, it's like it's, it's gonna hurt a hundred times more. But you also have to have the bravery enough to talk about it and get it on out. Know who you can talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's the other part about it. Um, talking to people with the 
with like minds. You can't you can't go. Yes, I can go talk to my homeboy that's single, but he'll never understand what it means to have a wife because he doesn't have a wife at that time. Mm-hmm. He hadn't made that commitment before God and his his family to say, hey, thick and thin, sickness and health. He hadn't made that commitment. That's not saying that he can't give you proper advice, but I would listen to not a the person. Same situation. Exactly. I would listen to a person that's been married like I am. But, you know, it's always good to have, surround yourself with like minded people. And that's not saying, like I said, not saying that single people can't. I'm just saying. Have your people that you know you can go to and get that type of stuff out as mm-hmm. a release. You have those friends that you can turn to and those people you can turn to and do not hesitate about getting help. Everybody, and this is for everybody, everyone is dealing with mental health issues in the world. Everyone. We all have our hookups. We all have our hangups. We all are a little bit depressed. We all are a little bit dealing with um, anxiety, uh, abandonment issues. You are not alone. You are not by yourself. It's just for you to find people that can help you get through your issues. Whether that be joining a church group, joining a mentorship, therapy, therapy. Uh, you can smoke your problems away. No. <laughs> no, I'm being funny. I'm being funny. But you can meditate. Mm-hmm. There's different ways to go about it and everyone attacks it different ways. But, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. You know, and uh, there's all types of lines that you can call and talk to people. There's suicide lines. There's um, f- new mother lines, I think, for uh, like calling lines, postpartum postpartum mm-hmm. lines. Yeah. Uh, and I'll have to get something together because I think um, some people may not feel like they have the resources or they're aware of the resources. So I'll be sure to try to get something together. We can maybe link to this. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And even as new fathers, most of new fathers, we never get it. As far if if our fathers are in our life, that's who we talk to or our uncles. If we have a good relationship, that type of relationship. Me, every man I talk to with a kid is who I turn to when I became a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to Coach Ham and, and uh, Markel, Coach Butler. Dad, Coach Butler, my, mm-hmm. my daddy. Pops. Pops. <laughs> I had a I had a whole harem of men surrounded me and gave me encouragement on how to be a an appropriate father. Mm-hmm. And I was thankful. I'm thankful, you know. And don't be afraid to reach out and get help, but be careful who you get help from and who you listen to. Be careful about what you let inside your ears, because what you hear. So a man thinketh, so shall he be. If you got somebody up there spewing a whole bunch of BS in your ears, you'll find yourself trying to drive their car. Ooh. So this has been a great episode <laughs> of uh, Daddy, Daddy Wind Down. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Jay Nickerson, and my co-host, Allison Nickerson. Allison Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah, we, we Allison just do the Nick. Nick. Okay, so J Nick, J Nick, and Allison Nick. Yes, we're here, and um, like I say, thank you for being with me on my birthday, and all of you out here in the world, man, we're we're here for you. We're praying for each other. Everyone, stay safe. Keep your mask on, and take your vitamin C, your zinc, 
do what you need to do to be safe. Mm. And um, man, I'll be I'll be praying for all y'all. I hope everyone's okay. This week's daddy's tip is going to be lose an argument on purpose, aka let it go. To say, okay, baby, you're right. That's what you got to do. One week, you got it. To say, okay, baby. And for you ladies, watch your man smile and look at you like you got a gun in your back pocket. Oh, Lord. Like, okay, thank you so much, babe. Oh, you had enough? <laughs> okay, can I go drink now? Yes, y'all have a good week. Bye. Y'all, he gets on my nerves, but... Um, I am going to include in the show notes some different resources for you to tap into in regards to um, different hotlines and websites you can check out. Um, Because I know we've talked about these things, but I also want to provide you guys with the resources. So don't forget to check that in below and be sure to share it with your friends, post on social media, whatever you want to do. You guys have a great one.